Good evening and welcome to Table Talk with Greenwood First Assembly. My name is Billy Carraway and I am the student pastor here. And normally I would have our senior pastor, John Miller, and our children's pastor, Mindy Foote, but I have some special guests with me here tonight and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Ladies, go ahead. Hi, I'm Ursula Carter. I am the church administrator for First Assembly of God, and this is Michelle Jones. Hi. We are so excited to have you guys with us tonight. So we're doing something a little bit different. Actually, not different. We're just, I, I feel like I'm doing it solo because normally I have, you know, Pastor Miller with us here. And so he kind of, he gives me that biblical wisdom because he's just that spiritual leader. That's just how he is. And so if I have a question when we're doing these recordings or anything, I'm always like, okay, Pastor, what does the Bible say about this? What does the Bible say about that? But I have you guys with me tonight. This is going to be so awesome. I'm so excited to have you guys with us. Well, thank you for letting us come and be on yes. the show Tonight. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, so you. we we are actually it is it's so weird. Um, we are coming up. This year has just flown by, has it not? Or am I the only one that feels that way? Definitely, it has flown by. Well, it does now. It feels like it's kind of going fast right now. But I know a few months ago when COVID first happened and everything shut down, it seemed like time just sort of stood still for a little while. Yeah, it I, did. I was talking to somebody at work and I said we that exact same thing. I'm like, okay. When COVID hit, it was like I could watch, I don't know, like it was just it like an hourglass. I could just literally see the sand falling out of the hourglass. It just went so slow. But now we're a few months past it, and now we're like getting, okay, here's the weird part. It's almost the holiday season. September rolls around, and it feels like fall somewhat, still a little hot, still a little humid. And what do you guys think? Oh well, there's Pastor. There's Yay! <laughs> hey, we weren't expecting you, but hey, just join us, <laughs> Pastor Miller. How are you doing? Good. Uh-huh. So, Hi, Pastor. <laughs> it seems like I just saw you. <laughs> hey, we're recording. We're just going to keep going. Hey, we were just talking about how slow time seemed when COVID hit, and now how fast it seems that the end of this year is rolling around. You know what I think? I think it was because of football. Yes. Football happened, and the governor said, y'all can play, and things yep. just started happening fast, fast, fast. Things just start rolling. Uh, Pastor, how are you doing today? I'm doing good today. How are you? We are we are doing great. We're just uh, excited that we, we didn't know you were going to be here, so we're just excited to see you right now. I was telling them, you're like my spiritual guidance when we're in these uh, podcast <laughs> sessions together. I'll ask you the biblical questions, and you know, you always got the perfect answer for me, but hey, it's so great to see you. Uh, fall time. Okay. You guys love fall, hate fall. What's your perfect time of the year? My favorite time of year is spring. I love yeah. spring when everything is turning green and the, the, the sunshine in the afternoon is just perfect. It's yes. the sunshine in 75. That's my perfect day. That is perfect. Michelle, about you? Well, I love the spring, uh, but I love the colors of the fall. Oh, yes. It's just breathtaking. Of course, you know, during the summer, when you get those big puffy clouds, you know, I'm always trying to figure out what they look like. It's just even just like the sunshine through those clouds. It's just God's just a, a, a the best artist there is. Absolutely. I love uh, what I love about fall is I love living in Arkansas in the fall because Arkansas, its natural beauty is yes. just spectacular. Agreed. 
the 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 beauty of watching the leaves change in Arkansas, it's it's magical. And it's like what you're saying, it's like God's the perfect artist. And like when you just drive through the country or you just drive towards the forest or the woods, you can just see it all over. If yes. God did not have his hand in this, please, I don't know what you're thinking, but it is so beautiful. I love li- living in Arkansas. I love fall time. My my son, of course, being a football player, you know, he we love the fall sports with the football and stuff, but this year being so different with the COVID-19 and everything. All right, before we switch gears, has, has the COVID in any way, shape, or form affect you guys? Uh, you know, what, what I'm talking to our guest right here, Ursula Carter and Miss Michelle Jones. So have has it affected you guys in any way, shape, or form this year on what you would normally do or towards the fall time? Not me. I like hiking. So oh, yes. hiking every, on the weekends is one of my favorite things to do if I get a day off. You know? Uh-huh. <laughs> what about you, Michelle? No, I'm pretty much a homebody. <laughs> Every once in a while, I got to have some outdoor therapy. So I I go uh, get my friend in Ozark, Angel Yother, and we go riding and taking pictures and stuff. So, yeah. Oh, neat. I can tell Pastor's a football player, so he loves fall for football, right? <laughs> Sure. Paul's <laughs> just the Arkansas Razor. There, there was that one Sunday night that y'all were looking at your phones because the Arkansas Razorbacks was playing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are praying for Arkansas this year, guys. <laughs> Definitely. I think we have the same prayer every year. <laughs> I think so. Every year. Every year. Oh, my goodness. Hey, again, we're thank you guys for being with us and taking time out of your schedule to be here tonight. Um, we well, are. Thank you for having us. Oh, absolutely, yes. yeah. We are. We're excited again. Um, we're missing Mindy, but we'll get her next time. I, I, Mindy, if you're if you're gonna listen to this, we are sorry. I probably forgot to text you because it's been awful for me this <laughs> week with my schedule. So I'm so sorry. You're gonna be with us next time though, for sure. Hey, but what we are here for tonight, we have something really neat that we're gonna be talking about. Uh, this is a. A community, no, not just a community. This is a nationwide, global, uh, global. There are other global. countries that oh, do wow. it too. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to kind of step back here, and I'm going to let them uh, kind of uh, talk about what it is that uh, we asked them here for tonight, and it is called Operation Christmas Child. Okay, Ursula, I'm going to let you just kind of go off. Tell us what Operation Christmas Child is. Well, Operation Christmas Child is. Um a division of Samaritan's Purse. And I don't know if you guys recognize Samaritan's Purse, Franklin Graham, or anything like that, but they're the ones that when COVID first hit, they took a big, they built like a hospital in New York City and took another group of people and went to Louisiana and built another hospital. Anytime that there is a natural disaster or something like COVID happening, they are quick to respond for human aid, all in the name of God. And Operation Christmas Child is something that was born out of that. Um, It's where when Franklin Graham and his crew would go to different places, they would notice there's a lot of children in indigenous areas, a lot of areas that you can't normally get to. And so all of it is in the mission. It's it's all a mission field. And the whole thing is to reach children for, uh, for Christ. What is the best way to do that than through a small shoebox with simple toys in it, simple gifts that you can put in a shoebox and present to that child and introduce Jesus to that child through a shoebox gift. And so what we do is we collect different things to put inside these shoeboxes 
to give to these children all over the world. And it's not just here. It is globally. Um, people, We've had a foreign exchange student last year that volunteered to help. He was from Germany. He was very familiar with Operation Christmas Child because they do it in his country, too. Oh, wow. Lots of different countries that participate with Operation Christmas Child because it is it's such a simple easy way to reach people for Christ. And the way that um, the whole program is designed to do that is you give this child a shoebox, but they also get an invitation to participate in a 12-week discipleship program called The Greatest Journey. Our kids here in Kids Church went through that program last year as a way to introduce them to Operation Christmas Child and what it's all about. And they were so excited about it. They packed 15 boxes, 11 kids on a, that come on Wednesday night packed 15 shoe boxes all by themselves, you know, well, with a little bit of direction, yeah. but mostly it was, it was something that they, and they each wrote a letter to the child that's going to receive that box. And that's a, that's a big thing that we like to do. We like to talk about the things that go inside a shoe box. Well, the one, number one thing is prayer. Yeah. You pray for the child that you're, making that box for you include a picture of your family maybe maybe write that child a note and just let them know that you love them yeah it may be the only gift they get for the for their entire life you know and it not only you know they get introduced to jesus christ but also they get to go home to their village and share with their parents with their siblings that could bring their parents and their siblings to know Christ. So through this program, it's discipleship plus multiplication. That's exactly right. Because once you reach one child in a family, that child gets so excited, they bring it home to their family. They introduce their family to the whole discipleship program. The parents get involved, and then the next-door neighbors get involved because that family Mm -hmm. has changed. They see the changes that occur in in that child's life, in that family's life. And before you know it, we've planted a church in the middle of nowhere, you know, in a lot of cases and all. But this this whole thing is is just greater than any one of us or any small group of us. It's so much greater than this one little church. Oh, wow. And you know, and you know, we we contribute, you know, as churches, we contribute to our missionaries, so our missionaries can go out there and preach the gospel. Well, through the shoebox, we are doing the Great Commission, also. Exactly. Yes. I was I was just fixing to actually go there. You know what? Everything we're talking about right now. The, the mission-minded uh, youth, the mission-minded kids, the mission behind this operation, um, it's, it's all in part for what we are called to do, and that is the Great Commission to go out beyond. And um, I tell you what, what just uh, what blesses me is when a, not just the community, but, you know, I don't, we've probably all been to the mall and we probably see the angel tree and, and, and we've mm-hmm. all been a part of the angel tree and it's to bless a child uh, around the holiday season. And um, the holiday season, the, the, I guess maybe the older I get, and I, I, I've always felt this way, but or maybe just more recently, but the older I get, I realize just how less and less 
of what the true meaning behind the season of Christmas is. And it becomes so commercialized. It becomes so, you know, popular about getting the best gifts, the best this, you know, the the newest uh, shoes or or the newest The latest electronics, yeah. The newest video game. And we we just splurge ourselves in our children, in our, our community, and, and we're all involved in this. And I say there might be a, a, a people that aren't. And um, we we just completely forget about what the mission and what, what the true season or meaning behind the season is. And when I hear about an operation like this, uh, we fill a shoebox. These are meaningful gifts that are going inside. They truly are. A lot of the gifts are that you things that you would put in a in a shoebox are things that our children here in America would take for granted. Yes, a bar of soap, a washcloth, a toothbrush, yeah. a hairbrush. You know, it's anything crayons. like that. Crayons. Yes, I, I, it, yes it, absolutely. It, it, it's uh, it's mind boggling sometimes to to think that there are children. Yeah, what we see here in America is is, and I'm not saying that that the children in America or the families in America we saw, there are people that are that are suffering, but I think what we're seeing in a lot of these other countries that these war torn countries, uh, some of these third world countries is on a level that our minds can never fathom, and it takes something like what we're doing right here, this Operation Shoebox to really put it into perspective that when you get excited over something like a box of crayons or uh, a bar of soap, and I'm sure you've heard the stories or you see or, stories. Or like if you the child receiving their very own toothbrush. Uh, In some cases, believe it or not, there are there are there's like the family washcloth or the family toothbrush. Uh, you know, and so for a child to receive their very own anything, yes. it it's it's just a great big thing. It's it's a life changing experience for a lot of the children, yes. and you'll see that on some of the videos we'll be sharing in church every sun every Sunday from now through National Collection Week. We'll show a little video of some of the recipients and some of their their experiences, and let them share how how it's changed their life. Yes. Um, now we also want to include some toys too, you know, like yeah. something for fun, wow, you know, yes. and maybe some maybe something practical. Like I know the older boys like tool, small tools. Oh, that's always fun. And um, the girls maybe like sewing kits and and things like that that are practical. But we also want to include something fun in there, and we call them wow items. So like for an older boy, we we chose um, soccer balls and so- and a pump to pump the ball up because you can't fit a full-size soccer ball yeah. in a shoebox. You One have to deflate it. <laughs> you have to deflate it. And so that way they, they have, you know, a toy in there too, something yeah. something smart like that. And, you know, some people, even simple things like marbles and yo-yos. And, oh, or checks. Oh, yes. Yeah, little things like Chapping, that. Yeah, can ropes. Exactly. Just small things, you know, can make a big impact on them too. Because yeah. when they open that shoe box and it has all these little things in it, they're just overwhelmed with excitement and joy. And that's what we want them to feel. We want them to know that God represents joy in your life. Yes. He can change your life for the good and someone loves them. Yes. And, and then when they get a personalized letter or a picture, they really, and it, and, and it puts a face to those gifts yes is what it does that's that is awesome you guys are very passionate about this <laughs> i can tell and one thing that i that i that i uh i love is you have an amazing team a support team that's 
uh, that's kind of going on. So Michelle, you are, you kind of explained it to me a minute ago, kind of how, uh, maybe not the leadership, but just, uh, how, how it operates. Like every, every business or group or organization or church that gets involved with Operation Christmas Child has one person that's like the leader mm-hmm. over th- over the whole thing at their op- their business or their organization or their church, and we call that person a project leader. Our project leader for First Assembly of God couldn't be here this evening. Mm-hmm. I believe one of her children had something going on the night, but she's the one that's kind of over. She's the one that issued the challenge for our church with the number of shoe boxes a, a couple of weeks ago. Whenever we did our kickoff launch for the season, and Michelle is our National Collection Week drop-off le- leader. So she um, will be the person in charge of getting volunteers to come here at our church. We are the drop-off location for the Greenwood area and all. And she's kind of the one that gets all the volunteers together and gets everything um, situated, all the paperwork and stuff. The logistics side of the shoeboxes, as the groups and organizations bring their already packed shoeboxes to us, she'll log them in and... And get all of that paperwork prepared for that and, and all. And then have the people that drop the boxes off pray. Or even we have a little uh, photo frame yeah. that we can take pictures and say, oh, hey, wow. I packed a shoe box. And then I'll post them on Facebook usually if oh, they'll let me. Yeah. If they let me. Um, and then my job this year is the I'm the Western Arkansas area church and community relations person. And last year, I started a community packing party. It's the first year we'd ever done one here in Greenwood. And our goal was 500 shoeboxes, and we packed 507. Oh, my goodness. Now, that took the whole community. We had several teachers, several student groups that came and helped us with that. We had several individuals, and we had a lot of um, different people from different churches who had never heard of Operation Christmas Child before come and participate with the community packing party last year. I'm really hoping and praying that they will come again this year, but again, we have COVID happening so that we may have to do things a little differently. We may all have to wear masks and all whenever we do the community packing party, but we're still scheduled to do one again this year on November the 14th at 1 o'clock at 1720 West center street in greenwood and it's going to start at one o'clock or so and we'd love to have everybody come out and help us with that i've been collecting year round to try to get enough stuff to pack 500 shoe boxes but i'm still going to need a lot of help packing all those boxes so it would be very helpful to have everyone everyone involved yeah our goal this year is still 500 shoe boxes because of covid but I think we might have enough stuff to go a little bit over that goal. Oh, awesome. You think 500 shoeboxes, how much can that be? And then you see the magnitude of it. Yes. And yes, that is awesome. Yeah, I think pastor's ready for me to get that stuff out of that room. <laughs> I, I've taken over the old nursery with oh. totes full of things. When you think about it, that's 500 bars of soap, 500 toothbrushes, 500 washcloths. 500 wow items, um, a lot of school supplies and a whole lot of pencils and paper and notebooks and a whole lot of small toys go in there too. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that can go in a shoebox. And there's only a few things that can't go in the shoebox. We can't send anything that's liquid like toothpaste. You can't send toothpaste. You can't send any food or candy or seeds. 
You can't send any kind of lotions or shampoos or anything like that. You can't send vitamins or minerals or medicines and nothing breakable, so no glass items. And they say do not send any war-related items. Oh, okay. So that includes the little green army men. We can't send those. We can't send guns or anything like that. Um, I, I think probably to remember there, too, is a lot of these countries are going to are probably war-torn war-torn countries exactly a lot of these places there may be um communities that are coming out of something like a a war situation and so we don't want to represent anything to do with that it's all about god's love absolutely um this the message behind this (laughs) is so encouraging just hearing more about it just what uh, what us as a community and us as people, when we can come together, what we can do for the lives of so many children and, you know, to be a part of this, you know, this is my, I always say up here when we're doing this podcast that I'm just the new guy on the block here at the church, you know, and uh, I, I, I am so thrilled that we have a church that is, number one, you know, not just Greenwood First Assembly, but the churches that are out there that are doing this, that churches are doing stuff like this for kids that are not just in need, but families, just to see the joy I'm sure a family would get just watching their children open up one of these boxes. Exactly. We had um, one video that I've seen recently. The mother was praying and praying that a particular item would be inside a shoebox, the boy couldn't go to school without shoes. Oh, wow. And there happened to be a pair of shoes that fit him perfectly <laughs> inside his shoe box. And the mother was just tearing up and crying. And, you know, when you see that emotion in people and how grateful they are to have, you know, just a simple little shoe box that somebody just happened to pray over and decide to put a pair of shoes in and it ended up going to the God knows. God knows where those things are going. Yes, absolutely. I, I read a couple of stories in this, the Operation Christmas Child book. Well, one of them, there was this kid, and he was, um, I think, working for this guy, and he ended up stealing his watch. Well, the kid got convicted, not convicted, but internally convicted, and he, he gave it back to the man that he stole it from. But when he received a shoebox, there was a watch inside of it. And then there was this other child. She wanted her younger sister to get clothes. And uh, when it came to get a shoebox, they, they were all out of her age group. So she got a box that was at her sister's age group, and it had clothes and shoes in it. One of my favorite stories is this little girl. She was in the older girl category, and typically only certain types of things are put in what we compare our American children to these age groups when we pack these shoe boxes. Well, they, this girl, she was probably 12 years old, and she had never had a baby doll before. And she was hoping and praying and praying whenever it was her turn to open her box that there would be a baby doll in it. And what had happened was they had ran out of the older girl boxes, and she ended up getting a box made for a younger girl, and it happened to have a baby doll in it, which was what exactly what she had prayed for. Oh, wow. Yeah, a baby doll. Can You know, and something else that, that brings, when I heard that story and saw that video, it really made me stop and think about You know, just because a boy may be 10 to 14 years old and he may be having to do a job, having to go to work to help support his family or something, doesn't mean that he's 
not a boy still. Yeah. You know, he he might still appreciate having a soccer ball. Absolutely. You know, or a little toolkit or a fishing kit or something like that. Absolutely. I'm uh, sorry. I just no, can't. I no. get <laughs> these stories I, really get I, to me. I, you can again. You can tell. You know how passionate you guys are about this. And one thing, um, one thing that I that I love about this is is again, it's the community aspect. Um, I'm going to ask you a question, Pastor, because this, what does doing stuff like this, these kind of ministries that we as a church can get involved in, what does that say about not just the church, but just as Christians in general? I mean, is this, this is what God wants us to do. I mean, this is when we, when we, when we speak about the gospel of Jesus, this is, this is showing it right here. And so what, what does this speak volumes to you? Does this, does this, you know, is this what, how do you, how do you think God is seeing this? I guess is how I'm asking it. Obviously God is pleased with it. There's no doubt about that. It's the great commission. The great commission is not just, uh, you know, a certain group of people. It's for everyone. And, uh, and children, you know, um, are very impressionable and, uh, they're open to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, I think, uh, and it did, you know, when you think about Operation Christmas Child, it's a lot of work. Yeah. There's a lot involved in this. I know, I know that Ursula and Michelle have a real passion for it. Uh, I know that Ursula does. She's been, like she said, she's got a room full of stuff back there. <laughs> Every time she hears a, a sale coming on, she goes and checks out the sale. Let's see what can I get for the Christmas Operation Christmas Child, which <laughs> I is spend good. More I mean, money you know, on the Christmas kits than I do myself. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and that's important. But you see, it's 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 ministry. It's getting outside the four walls of the church and letting, uh, letting uh, you know. Uh, letting people know about Jesus Christ and especially the children. And I think it's an important thing because the children are involved in it too. Yes. The children here are involved in it and they know that they're giving gifts to other children. Well, I think one of the best signs that I've ever, I've ever saw at a church, uh, and I don't remember what church it was, but it had, uh, when you left or entered into the church parking lot, it had a sign that says, here starts the mission field. And when you left, it said the same thing. You're entering the mission fields right now. And this right here, what we're doing now, uh, being being in the youth, Arkansas Assemblies of God, well, not just Arkansas, the Assemblies of God for Youth, one of the organizations that we support is a thing called Speed the Light. And what that does is we set a goal and we try to meet, match, or beat that goal. We always try to, you know, beat it by as best as we can uh, through funding and through other things. And we try to uh, support missionaries that are on the ground. And uh, one way that they support missionaries is by giving uh, vehicles. Um, I can't remember the number of vehicles that were given last year, but it was, I, I think, close to five vehicles. And these were brand new vehicles. Uh, Is that just here in the Arkansas district? Just our Arkansas district. Um, ben Andrews, our Arkansas uh, superintendent for youth. Um, yeah, he was every, it seemed like every other month he was posting a picture of what Arkansas Assembly of God uh, youth or speed of light funds. I had went to, and it is so amazing. I think to see when when you're supporting a missionary, you know, we can support them with with many things. We can support them with uh, time, energy, and funding. Uh, but when you can give them stuff that they could use while they're on the mission field, like a vehicle, some yes. of these people again are in these war torn countries, and so to walk would probably be a dangerous thing. But not just vehicles; it's uh, 
music equipment and um, uh, sound equipment and Bibles and stuff also. But I love the passion behind it. I love, you know, what the outcome is. And when I hear about Operation Christmas Child, it gives me that same feeling. And and, and it blesses me uh, to know that our own kids are being taught that we are here on the mission field right now. What the work we are doing, although it might seem like we're here in North America at a church in Arkansas, we are doing all this for the mission field. And I believe we are discipling. I believe we're doing a great job, but there's so much more we can do also. And so what I would ask is this, what are ways that we can help you uh, for the people that are listening? uh, What are ways that Operation Christmas Child, could we pray? Could we donate? What, What are ways that we can help you guys out in this, you know, getting your goal? Oh, absolutely. Anything helps. Everything helps. Um, If you wanted to make a a monetary donation, that would be wonderful. We could use it to go towards the shipping. It does cost $9 a shoebox to ship. Um, And we've never been able to really raise enough funds for all the boxes that we pack, especially at our community packing party. With that 500 shoeboxes, that's $9 times 500. That's $4,500 right there. Um, I did put a thing on Facebook just asking people, hey, can you contribute? Even a dollar helps. But we also still have quite a few things that we have not been able to purchase. I kind of get an idea in my head of everything that we need to put in a shoebox for the packing party. And we're still coming up short on washcloths. Um, I just purchased the last of our toothbrushes that we will need, but we still need a few other things. We, we don't have enough baby dolls. We don't have uh-huh. enough Barbie-like type dolls. And when I say that, I don't mean like it, it doesn't have to be name brand. We do ask that the, the items be brand new. Mm-hmm. A lot of these children have never had anything new. You know, never had any toys. And so we'd like for those things to be, you know, new and all, not used. And um, some things that people can do to help are they can volunteer for National Collection Week that third week in November. That's November 16th through the 23rd. Our doors are going to be open primarily 9 a.m. until about 7 o'clock at night. Yes. Seven, eight, seven, eight, nine o'clock at night or so. And then also at the community packing party, yeah. we're going to have to pack 500 shoe boxes, probably more than that. So we're going to need a lot of helpers. And if you would <laughs> like to get your kids involved and expose them to this great, that's a great opportunity. Yes. I know last year we had about 75 people from different places, different uh, businesses, different churches even, that came to our gym and helped us pack those shoe boxes. And they brought their children so that their children could be a part of it too. And they get excited because they like to write notes and they like to draw pictures for the child that's going to receive the shoe box and all. And one thing that I would ask, if you do pack a shoe box, please include a little note with your email address. A lot of these places where the shoeboxes go, they may not have internet or even electricity. But the place, the center that they go to to receive the shoeboxes most likely would have some way to communicate. And that way that child can send a message through that center where they get the discipleship training, the greatest journey. They could they could actually send an email. Did did I hear? I might have heard it wrong. But are, can you track your your? Yes, yes. Okay. you can do you follow can your, your box. box. 
all of the labels that I have for the community packing party, the person that packs the box has the choice that they can scan. There's a Q code or what is that called? Uh, <laughs> the Q code thing. Tracking number. Or it's something? the little squiggly box. Barcode. Bar the the little square one that you can scan with your phone. <laughs> I know what and you're talking about. I think it's a Q code or something <laughs> like that. But you can scan it with your phone and you can pay right there online that $9 shipping so that you can follow that box and you can watch it where it goes. It's like a tracking, oh, cool. like a shoebox tracker kind of thing. And we have a big map that we will hang up in the foyer that we can put pins on where our shoeboxes go this year. And part of my display out in the foyer includes different methods of how those shoeboxes get to different areas. Some places there aren't even roads, so they pack alpacas or camels or elephants with these shoe boxes and to deliver them in those places where there aren't even roads they have to take them in boats in boats too yeah that's right going up the nile i love hearing that that's that's awesome yeah it's amazing that they're able to do all of that you know and it's all um like franklin graham says you know um to the ends of the earth we will go with these shoe boxes and i believe he's literally doing that yes um, where would, if they're looking for information, can they contact you or Sawyer Call at the me. church? Yeah. Is there a website maybe that they can get on or a Facebook page right now that they can get on also to get more information on it or? Um, in the Hey Greenwood group, you can follow my posts in, in there, or you can go to First Assembly of God. Um, there's information there. There's, you can call me, you can yeah. email me. The number here at the church is 996-6030. I'm here almost every day and about three or four evenings a week. <laughs> Perfect. Well, yeah. <laughs> and also online, if you wanted to go on to the Samaritan Purse Operation Christmas Child website, you can take the option of packing a box online. I I had had saw that. I I went online. I, it was maybe a month ago. I just was curious into it. And, yeah, I think um, it's called Build a Box. Yeah, Build yeah, a Box. Build I a think box. that's what it was. And so I was just again reading up on the information on it and stuff. And that that's a great option too for people. But we would totally love you if you're here. Yes, <laughs> yes. Bring, it to, bring it to us. Yeah, bring, bring it, it to here, the church. Because so. we have a little contest going on. And which church or which group in the area can bring the pack the most shoe boxes and bring it to us, you know, and we'll like give you a little surprise for oh, your effort. That is so yeah. fun. Well, I tell you guys what, uh, everything about this is, it sounds great. It sounds amazing. I wish we could see the faces on some of these kids and these families' faces when they open these boxes up and just to see the joy on them. But uh, I I know that uh, God knows each and all, every one of our hearts. And I think when he sees, when, when he sees us come together as a community and as churches and, and, and help to order, uh, coordinate and organize these kind of things and get these out to these kids, I, I believe God is, is what you said, pastor. He's very pleased. And, oh yeah, definitely. I think we ought to pray or, you know, yeah. do y'all mind praying? Let's, yeah. let's just pray over yeah. this season. Absolutely. Yeah. Billy, would you like to? Yeah, I'm, I would be more than welcome to. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you right now, Lord, and we just thank you, God, for the blessings that we have on our lives right now. And God, I just, I'm praying right now for this operation, uh, 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 Christmas, Lord, and I'm praying right now that the needs for this uh, ministry, Lord, be met, 
met in every way possible, whether it be the donations that are coming in for it, Lord, whether it be the manpower, Father, that we need for it. But God, I'm just praying right now for for the, the organization part of this, God, that it just comes together and falls together in your perfect will and your perfect timing. But Father, I'm also praying for the individuals that receive one of these shoeboxes right now too. Father, for the things that they might be going through that people like us will never understand, Father. God, I pray right now for the for the kids sitting in, in third world countries or war-torn countries, Father, that God, that they would get a glimpse of what the gospel is and get a glimpse, Lord, of what true freedom is. And God, get a glimpse, Lord, of what you can, through your mighty will and your mighty power, God, lead them through and into, Father. And God, it's by your will and by your mercy, Father, and by your power, Father, I pray right now for these needs over these individuals in these countries, Lord. And God, for our community, for this outbreak, Lord, that we've been through, this pandemic, God, God, I pray right now for the for each and every one of us that's been affected by it, Father. God, that you would just cover us. God, the Bible says to, to speak, Lord, to pray and to seek with one another, God. And God, in that midst, Lord, you will be, your presence will be there with us, Father. And God, I pray right now your presence fall on us each and every day, Father. God, that we would be a light and an example to somebody that is around us right now. And Father, we just pray right now until this season, Lord, until this COVID-19 pandemic, God, is over and in the books and done with, Father. God, your will be done over us. And God, I pray right now with complete peace over everybody. God, I pray peace to fall on us and, and, and wisdom and fall on us, Father, and understanding to fall on us. We don't have the answers to what's been happening, but Father, you do. And God, I pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys again you so, so much, much for being with us tonight. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Yes, I enjoyed this. Us. I really did. Pastor was fashionably late, but that is completely okay. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to Can make Can I leave you with my tagline? Yes, do it. Okay, it's share love, give hope, pack a shoebox. <laughs> Thank you guys. Hey, uh, this is Greenwood First Assembly again. You're listening to Table Talk, and we, you guys have a blessed week, and we can't wait to see you Sunday. Oh, I, I might as well do this real quick. If you don't have a home church, we would love for yeah. you to join us here at Greenwood First Assembly. I, 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 I always mess this up because I know I want to say this, but I, I never do. But And if you do not want to come to church here, that's completely fine. We got you covered because we got a Facebook page you can watch us Facebook Live on. And or we'll, YouTube. On YouTube. Yes. So we would love to have you guys join us, whether it be in person, Facebook Live, or on YouTube. Thank you guys again. Have a blessed week.